a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to my hot foil master, Hamish. That's why I wear these gloves. Uh, ahoy to me ink mixer, Jack. Oh, yeah, I do get the colour just right, you always say. <laughs> <laughs> All what right. are we doing? We are I'm... painting baked potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I reckon we're hairdressers. I'm, no, I'm the stencil preparer. Okay, we've got hot foil, we've got ink... Stencil. Are we are we sign writers? Is it that basic? Screen printers. We are screen printing. We're making promotional <laughs> shirts for yeah. Darren's yeah. water services. <laughs> Not as cool as when we were loggers. I reckon nah, that was like that's lumberjacks. Good. But it's you know we, we we're working through them all. Um, Three man screen printing line. We'd have some laughs, <laughs> on our machine, <laughs> we wouldn't we? Yeah. We uh, would definitely make a funny T-shirt for the end of year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, probably more more regularly than the end of year. I reckon we'd be once a month. How soon would it be before we put our own little Easter eggs on people's promotional shirts that they'd ordered? <laughs> you yeah. know, like if we had like our own low, like our own like, like little tagging symbol like, or something. Yeah, we'd just sneak into the bottom of someone's design yeah. and then do a lot of. I don't know how that got in there. If we owned the company, we would. We would. Yeah. We would. We love the job too much to risk getting fired for something. That's true. <laughs> I didn't 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 work that hard to get my hot foil degree to just <laughs> blow it all by putting the dick and balls on a florist's logo. <laughs> <laughs> um, Libby, ahoy to you from London. Ahoy, Hamish and Andy, and number six. Libby here. I'm currently living in London, and recently I went travelling through Italy. I know, it must be nice. When I was there, I was watching Lego Masters Australia on TV, and it was dubbed in Italian. See. I was just wondering, considering Hamish's Italian heritage, if he does his own Italian dubbing. See. Anyway, cheers. Hey, do you do your own? Yes. I have family in Italy. My I've got nephews that live in Italy and uh, brother-in-law. They do send over sometimes. They film it off TV. I mean, they never like they film it on their phones off TV because yeah, the Aussie version is in Italy. And the guy that does my dubbing, mm. the Italian dubbing, Lego Masters, better voice or worse voice? A better voice. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> I, it, it, you were open to being offended if they were like, you know, all right, ciao. It's a goofball voice on there. Yeah. But the guy thankfully has a better voice, which leads me to believe that they think that my face could support a better voice. <laughs> I wonder it's plausible what for the they Italians. go through there. They go, they, they would look at you. Do you reckon they just buy a sight, or do you reckon they go by by hearing? I they wonder. Go, should I'd we love improve to know the process? They probably if have they, a chat. If, should we improve if you have this to guy's audition, voice, or yep. should we, or should we try and keep it the, the same? They'd cast it for sure. You, mm. I, there, would, there would be someone out there, a, a Luca or someone that had auditioned to be my voice in Lego Masters and yes. didn't get the job because he was probably too similar to my actual voice, and they were like. Let's yeah. get someone there. Let's let's. We've got the chance here to improve it. Why wouldn't we take it? On a scale of Morgan Freeman, right back down to zero. Yeah. How how good do your voice in in Italian? If we're on a scale of Morgan Freeman, who we all agree has the best voice, yes. uh, to sort of down to a radio mic at a zero. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I had it in his mind as well. Yeah, just just to see outrage outside the glass. 
I, I, I'd probably set it a five professionally, yeah. and then they've given me a six and a half to a seven. Oh, so they haven't gone crazy. No. They haven't given me Morgan Freeman. <laughs> well, your, your face and body wouldn't be able to handle. Couldn't support it. <laughs> I, would, I would be crushed then, under the weight of that voice. Pushed it to the edge, but still believable. It, it's still like it's still <laughs> shuddering, like all the dials are redlining, but it just holds together. <laughs> hey, you said you wanted to kick off today's show. Ando, mm. from a voice that's okay to voices that will annoy you, oh, why no. don't we've had so many upset Andys coming in and they are crackers. Mm. We do have to, I think we've got to start with it. Everything is neat and practical because that's the way he likes it. But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy. The only opener on radio or podcast across the whole broadcast landscape that dares to ask a question <laughs> in the opener. whole segment is based on what if it wasn't. Mm. Fascinating concept. Let's see if we can upset Andy. And there's just, I mean, the flood is seemingly endless. You think they're going to dry up, mm. but there are many opportunities in this world where people notice things that would perhaps upset your preference for efficiency and order. And And... You might think that I might change my ways and become more fast and loose. But no, I think in my older age, it's getting worse. I understand. So, I understand. Um, Chris, Chris, Chris. Ahoy, Ahoy boys. Oh, hey, Chris. Very good, mate. What have you got for Ando? Uh, so, I was talking to my buddy the other day who's just got into golf this summer. Mm-hmm. And um, Welcome. after a couple of, couple of rounds, when it gets a bit too hot, he'll just take his shirt off and play the rest of the game with no shirt on. <laughs> As far as I know, that's A-OK. And I'd like, I haven't played yet, but I'd like to be involved in a sport where that's fine. I, it does, that doesn't upset me, Ham. I know you th- think that you'd mind. No, no, well, I'm, I'm interested in the etiquette. The, well, the yeah, etiquette. the etiquette sort of got me. Well, yeah. I think, I think that it's a bit ridiculous that there's the collars, shirts and uh, sure. and the tuck-in. So some clubs allow T-shirt golf, which tuck I Tuck-in? Think... Is tuck-in a thing? Have to, yep. Tuck-in. Some clubs, for instance. <laughs> tuck-in? So I can't wear an untucked polo. You can't wear an untucked No deduction. Yeah, what's going to happen to me? A number of clubs, you can't wear black socks, for instance. You have to have Ooh. white socks. Some yes, white... I can. And then <laughs> you just won't be able allowed to play. It's weird. It's stupid. Hence, I would love to see someone just going down the tent with a top on uh, and, and just having a great time. So I know you would, think it would. Would black socks upset you, Andy, if I turned up with them? Un- untucked polo and black socks. Oh, I wouldn't sound upset. Like a, sound like a biker. <laughs> it wouldn't upset me. <laughs> but... but so Royal Melbourne is probably yeah. the most famous golf course in Australia and it's also one of the most famous golf courses in the world. They've recently allowed black socks, but there's an attachment to an asterisk. Black socks, if it's... No in- shirt. <laughs> no shirt. <laughs> black socks, mankini. <laughs> no. If it's in keeping with the shoe... That the golfer chooses. So, no crocs. Actually, so I, I guess they're saying if you're wearing a black shoe, you're allowed black socks. I don't quite understand the rule, but Oof. apparently. All right, yeah. Chris, good one. I mean, I back it. And when I get out there and start swinging the sticks with Ando, yeah. I will make sure to do at least a whole topless. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Chris. Uh, Mitchell. 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 Upset Andy, please. Ahoy, boys. And number six. And happy birthday to you, Andy. No need. Um, so basically, uh, if I'm about to leave my house and I don't already have a pair of shoes on my feet, I usually keep a pair of thongs by the front door. And, you know, as a lead, a very busy lifestyle and I'm very much fast and loose like Hamish, 
uh, on the odd occasion when I go to put my thongs on, the stem of the thong will land in between my second and third toe <laughs> instead of my first and second toe as yep. it normally should. And, you know, when this happens, I just carry about wherever I'm going. No, my no. Toes in the, in the no, no that's, that's Perry Perry no time. for me. That, no time, Mitchell. Who's got time to back it? Can't oh, progress exactly. in life if you're going to spend the whole time backing up and fixing your feet. <laughs> Keep yep. walking, brother. Yeah, a good, right. good one, Mitchell. No, that, that would absolutely upset me. And even if I saw it, I don't think I'd be able to hang with you socially <laughs> until you but, fixed it. Mitchell, we, 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 had a, we had a classic upset Andy one time about a guy that liked to go surfing before going to work and he'd learned to tolerate sand in his socks <laughs> rather than go to the effort of like washing and drying his feet after a surf. Mm. And I think this is the same thing. You can train your body mm. to just keep moving. Exactly. Is your second toe big? Uh, yes, it is. Bigger than average. Okay. Congrats so- on the SP. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, eventually you get used to it. And after a couple months, you got well, more. Oh, mate, you're talking, I get it. I hear you, mate. I, you get used to them, but still, congrats on the ST. So I imagine <laughs> I imagine it's an easier adjustment for him to make because his second toe's like a, uh, like a big toe. Like a, like a backup big toe, you reckon? <laughs> Basically, you're right. <laughs> nice, Mitchell. Thank nice. You, Mitchell. Um, Kendall, Kendall, have you got something to upset Andy? I do. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy to you. Ahoy. So this is something my mum does that drives me insane. So she's usually the family photographer at events and such. And when she goes back through the photos, uh, she'll zoom in on them and take a screenshot of the photo instead of cropping it or just sending the regular one to us. Gotcha. This would be oh, this yeah. would annoy Andy. So yeah. she's got then several of the same photo at various levels of zoom in her camera roll. She's easily doubled her camera roll. Um, and it also has like the share or delete button at the bottom. It has the time and the battery percentage at the top. No, 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 no. Andy's gasping for it. <laughs> Reaching Even for the if I'm here. screenshotting a ticket to give to You'll Hamish or Jack, I'll crop it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that... Anything involving edges or corners, <laughs> if it's not done correctly, consider it upsetting Andy. And what? the other thing that... It worries me about your mum's phone. Yes, we're all worried. <laughs> <laughs> Is I don't like excess photos in there. And so... Storage. I'll, not just so much for storage. I just want it to be a, a clean representation mm. of what I've been up to. So I will... <laughs> 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 Go back through. So you don't like a short event having nine photos and a long event having one. I'll go back through and clean out unnecessary photos once every two days. Thrilling. Yeah. So like in memories, you know, memories come up. Yeah. I'm never yeah. getting a bad one. You don't yeah. get an odd memory. Yeah, no. they're all absolute keepers. Yeah. <laughs> With an even weighting and a clean representation of what you've been... <laughs> Yeah, that too. That's oh, why, really that's why Beck annoys the hell of me because their generation yep. just takes heaps of photos. So she'll take like 100 photos of the same thing and never. So all her out. memories are like receipts. Yeah. Um, the the, the wall even, where you parked your car. Even when she's just trying to get the food or like so for Instagram yeah. or something, she just takes, there's going to be like a thousand shots of an avocado, which I just, just gives me the irrits. Mm-hmm. But, but then. When I asked her, could she download the Sonos app so she could change the music at home rather than ask me, she said, I don't have room. Phone is right, He uh, is smart, Beck. Uh, well done. Okay, David, have you got something to upset Andy or Hoy? Ahoy, gentlemen. Ahoy. Uh, so my upset Andy, I 
I have five uh, big windows at the front of my house, each with Venetian blinds, mm-hmm. with the loop where you you yank on the loop and the blinds either turn inwards or outwards. Yes. Yep. I just walk along at night time, grabbing the whichever bit of the loop I see, yank on it and hope <laughs> they turn the same way. They never do. <laughs> so I just leave them either uh, turning inwards or outwards. No. So you've got up, up, down, up, down, or down, down, up, down, up. Yep. Yeah. And you've never had exactly. them all going the one way. No, I figure it's like playing pokies. Eventually, yeah. I'll get them all the right way. Yeah. And I'll win yeah. Have you got close before? Have you got, knock have on you got, door. And, and, <laughs> we've been waiting across the street for two years. Here's a hamper. <laughs> have you got down, 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 down before and come down to, you know, had the final shot and, and fluffed no. it? Or you, no, no. No, it's That's... usually sort of one after the other. It's usually sort of three to two. Yeah. Out, David, no, if, no if, pattern. if you'd invited me around for a drink, and we would finish the second beer and, and you went, hey, do you want another one? And you left the room. I'd correct that while you were <laughs> outside of the room, I think. And you and would return and go, did you fix the blind? <laughs> <laughs> it would and be an eerie calm in the, the room. room. <laughs> um, oh, Love thank it. you, David. Right. Marlene, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. Um, so I like to read, but instead of reading books from start to finish, sometimes I open um, it up to a random page and read that chapter. And then once I've read all the chapters, I try and figure out what the story is. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. You'll get it. Marlene, I no, hate that. who has that. time for books? <laughs> no one's got time for bookmarks. You never, yeah, you lose them. I hate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See ya. Hey, obviously the deep, cliched voiceover guy um, for all films, action films, sci-fi films, thriller films, drama films, comedies, they'd only go for a different voiceover. That's true. Um, Usually it's it's telling you that it's... um Oh, I know these days, although, you know, you can get a faux deep voice, like a yep. pretend deep voice, but usually, yep. yeah, you get a bit of a wackier voice. Um, and I'm, actually, I've just said films, but series have them now as well. Yep. Actually, remember when film, in the hierarchy of entertainment, films were so high up mm. and actors would never do TV? Yeah, that like, was until really, like, it wasn't until kind of like the 2000s, Mad Men and, like, Sopranos and stuff like that sort of changed it. I remember the world celebrating TV. George Clooney when he got out of ER and he's actually doing a film. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, George, like he well, got out of juvie and got a job. <laughs> <laughs> well done, George. Yeah. Um, no, presti- yeah. I think the era of prestige TV just turned it on its head, brought everyone in. I think, would you say now that a good series outranks any film or is it certainly has more eyeballs yeah. for sure mm. Some, sometimes even if you get recommended what you think is a show Jez was just telling me about this one called The Adam Project I looked it up and it's a film it's like oh that's a novelty <laughs> Ryan Reynolds in <laughs> that a happened film to, yeah, that happened to us the other day we're like oh there's this, there's this new thing on Apple TV you're like oh great okay a series love a new series no Apple TV can also mean film <laughs> uh, anyway I digress but I want to just Kind of single out the VO guy, the guy that does the you know, inner world. Those used to be, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to be the one guy. I mean, at Channel Nine, it is the one. It guy. It is the one guy, Steve Britton. Tell me, we uh, master. Let, let, let's go. Absolute master at his craft. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to single in on destinations. You always get inner world. Yep. You get inner land. Yep. Inner town. You get. 
Yeah, sometimes you get in a town. I haven't. What's a famous in a town film? I the feel village like by the M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> well, you don't get in a suburb, but you could. Fat, you I re- feel like a fat pizza <laughs> promo would have well, started for with a that. Real, a real. So, I think you can't do in a suburb. Yep, you get time periods in a always. time. In you a always time. get. Oh no, you always get this summer. Oh, you always get so, this. Summer. Sorry, but that's actually not talking about the film. It's talking about sometimes when it's it is in. though. It makes you just feel like there's going to be an adventure this summer. I've heard in a house, which normally yeah. normally then says where the house is. Like, but you never get. You don't get suburb in an apartment. No, I don't think you get it. It's, it's probably just less exciting. <laughs> probably just less exciting than a world, is that? Isn't it? Like yeah. you, know, you get in. I'm sure Marvel's doing in a universe because now there's like in lots a universe of you get. You don't get in a world. I think house is the only habitat you get. I don't think there's. Can you think of another? I don't think you can get in a mansion. No, I'm just trying to think if there's any famous cave movies. In a cave. Not Nicholas. <laughs> you get with a cave. That's Nicholas Cave, but not in a cave. No, Nicholas Cage. cage. <laughs> Damn, a, you get in a cage, you can get with a cage. Yes. Nick what Cave's if, I mean, a singer. Has, sorry, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Has Nicholas Cage done a movie in a cave? What if, <laughs> what if, that's probably, I'm sure he's done a prisoner film. Yeah, well, he was. if the promo was Con Cage Air. in a Cage. Con Air, but yeah. he's the, he's Nicholas outside. Cage in a flying cage. <laughs> <laughs> in a cage of his own doing. <laughs> yeah, but he was more responsible for keeping people in the cage. I don't think he No, he was ever... one of the cons, wasn't he? He, he, he was, was a con. He, was he wasn't a cop. He was, was a con he? done good. Yep. He actually was yep. a con who then helped law enforcement con, by yep. the end of the film. Con with a heart of gold. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And I think and I think in just in the Hollywood movie move it, that he was allowed off at the end. Mm. So yeah. for good behavior for, for, for helping him for what helping him round up the prisoners prisoners. I think he he was you know it was like a it was a good 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 guy um framed. Mm-hmm. No, he was I actually loved this film Conair. It was one of the only DVDs we had. He was in a <laughs> fight, awesome. bar fight, at the start of the That's film. That's right. And accidentally killed a guy. Yeah. And it was because more, he, was, he, he had was been trained to kill. Yes, he was wasn't provoked. He, wasn't he an ex <laughs> Green Beret? And if he was provoked, what? <laughs> there Someone is no provocation. His or something. What, what was <laughs> No, very much as the viewer, we're meant to feel sympathetic for Wasn't he sticking up for job. a lady? He could have been, yeah. I think you, I or remember even someone in his family. I don't know why they would have been teasing his family. To kill someone. No, no, I know. Well, yes, I mean, we've seen Will Smith. That's not the answer. It doesn't matter if you're sticking up for a lady. I'm just saying in the Hollywood world, yeah. he's, he was like in a bar thing. I remember the opening scene. In a bar. In a, in, a, in a bar park. In a bar car park. He was like, I don't want to do this to you, man, because he's like ex-Special Forces. He right. was trying to stop him. Like, yep. please, don't, don't, don't activate what I'm trying to do. Pfft, accidentally. Yeah. You know, you've got Situational me crime. I, I'm so good at fighting that I will kill you. If my <laughs> muscle memory will kill you, even though my conscious brain is screaming at my body to stop. That's how highly trained I am. And then, yeah, then he was in a cage in the air. <laughs> Ando, I want to run a couple of special skills contenders past you. Okay, great. These are they just state, are they, or are they, is it more just that they're the Same category. Same category same, of skills. Same category. Yep. Give me, you know, Rumble in the Jungle was a huge 
um, head-to-head. Boxing match, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it? God, yeah. men didn't watch it, but obviously, yeah. you know, the marketing around yeah. it, very good. Give me some of the other, and that was in the, that was in the, you know, the genre of boxing. Yep. Punching. Mm. Punching. Punching each other in the face. Yeah. What are some of the other big rivalries that you have floating around? Some of the other big showdowns? Um, individuals or teams? Can be anything, really. Yeah, well, Australia and England, the Ashes for the cricket. Yes, very big, uh, big. huge. Uh, and that's in the genre of cricket. Yeah. <laughs> um, Collingwood Carlton. Bowling and batting and catching the ball. Collingwood Carlton in the yeah. AFL. That's yeah. in the genre of football, of course. Kicking, <laughs> yeah. marking, yeah. more goals than the opposition. That's yeah. the sport you're playing there. Red Sox-Yankees, Sox, Red Sox, I think, is one of the old-time rivals. Big time. Big That's a category of baseball. Baseball. Pitching, <laughs> hitting, catching, running, touching yep. bases more mm. than the others. Mm. USA, Russia, ice hockey, always a classic yep. showdown. Yep. So that's not who I've got for the show. I'm just okay. saying that's so, another yeah. one. Yep. Just a look on your face. I think you're like, oh, wow, what a special skill. <laughs> what so, a special skill. So what's the field for this one? Sensitive mouths. <laughs> Hang on, what does even that mean? Yes, I like know. In the age-old battle of sensitive mouths. Oh, as in like high. Their mouths are sensitive. But high, like for a good thing. Like it's not like they need everything at the perfect temperature. Yeah, no, no, no. They're not, yeah, they're not, they're, well, they're overly sensitive mouths, but not in the sense that they would get offended and leave the party. Over. <laughs> <laughs> over, That's what you know. I was worried about. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Jeez, you know, just said, just said, so, uh, some of your lips. Amazing taste. No, some is taste based, but some isn't, okay. and that's what that's why I've had to broaden the category to sensitive mouths. <laughs> yeah. This is the showdown that we mm. might have. This is a showdown we've got today because I want. I think they're in the same category of. Yeah. We can't just keep having people on the show that have sensitive mouths. Yeah, but I also but think we these... should change the word sensitive <laughs> because, like, you know, Beck, my partner, that gets hives right, and she has to have injections because she's got sensitive skin, and people are like it's yeah. it's. I think you should change that. So it's a. De- <laughs> Because <laughs> that's, Often it's an over, that's to too a, sensitive, overly sensitive. Yeah, it, it, it ref, it's referred to as, in, as a deficiency sometimes. At the moment, I think we're about to celebrate mouths, are we? Yeah, well, we're ce- certainly celebrating <laughs> sensitive mouths. <laughs> because we have two people mm. that can do amazing things with their sensitive mouths. <laughs> but... but would we have both on the show? No. I don't know. It could just be too much sensitive mouth content. Yeah. Okay. Great. For your ever, well, average listener, and of course, we want the listening experience of this podcast to be varied. We mm-hmm. want to be chopping and changing it each week, making sure people well, they, stay they, excited. Can you? And you don't you, want people going. Just in the Hamish and Andy still. Yeah. Just became all about sensitive mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You, and you don't want that. Nah. So um, you've got them standing by. Then I. Is, I then I assume. Yep. You asked if it's taste-related. Let's hear from our taste-based sensitive mouth expert first. Mm. Lewis, how are you, mate? Ahoy. Ahoy to you, Ahoy. Lewis. Ahoy, Lewis. How, how sensitive is your mouth? <laughs> About an eight. Ooh. Ooh. Out of ten. Yeah, but, okay. Lewis, please tell Andy what your sensitive mouth can do. So I am able to detect how old milk is by just tasting it. How old milk is by tasting mm. it? In- or, I mean, in which do you mean t- the length it has till it expires, or yes, is it correct. always the, the same amount of time? Is it like it always is two weeks after it was um, from the teat? So, <laughs> <laughs> teat, if it's no. if it's teat to tongue in four days, you can go. Oh, this expires in ten. Um, I can do the date it's going to say on the bottle of milk. So when it expires, I would. Wow. Wow. Okay. And I would say then you would need that milk kept in refrigerated conditions for its whole journey. Sure. Yes, that is correct. 
love yes. it, Ham. We won't go, here's, here's a bucket of milk we kept on the roof for two days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some rainwater in it and it's curdled. All, t- all type of milk or just full strength? Um, I like full cream. Yep, full milk. So do I. Yeah, I think okay. so. I think, I think we're, doing, we're doing cow's milk here, the real deal. Full cream just milk. and Pasteurised, of course? Uh, preferably. Yeah. If, if, that's, yeah, yeah. if that's possible. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the test would be then, just so I'm really clear, yep. he has a swig of milk and tells us when the, the due date, the expiry date is. Yeah. Within how many days either side? Plus or minus one. Lovely. Sensitive mouth. I, yeah. Uh, okay, Where about Lewis? Lewis? Uh, I'm in Melbourne, yes. So it's not going to cost us anything to see this either. No. He's in the city, so very close to the city. <laughs> Great. But even, um, what, did got 10 minutes? No, no. I mean, stay on the line. Um, okay. Great application, yeah, and Great application. Yet, what are the chances? Another sensitive mouth, <laughs> super human, walks amongst us. Mm. Kendall. Ahoy, Kendall. Ahoy, boys. Ahoy to you, Kendall. What can you do with your sensitive mouth? So I can eat a noodle spaghetti noodle mm. and i can tell you the exact length of that noodle with just my mouth oh wow okay so <laughs> a cooked noodle Sorry, not just the sensitivity but i think the dexterity of my mouth will also impress because it's yep. yeah it's a bit of a <laughs> the process of eating it didn't say sensitive tongue i assume it's roof side cheeks <laughs> yes. you're using everything at your disposal in there <laughs> yes yes bit of everything i worked away my exact technique so to, <laughs> of course not. So to be clear on this one, then, Ham, mm-hmm. we would have a pre-measured length noodle. Many of them. Mm-hmm. The very then lengths. cook. Oh, no, we'd have to. You'd cook it first, then measure it because yep. it does change length. Yep. Yes. Uh, sorry, cooked, then measured. Yep. Cut uh, to cut to with, order. With we could say on. you know exactly. here's an eight mil an eight mil noodle. Yep. Um, Kendall, you would be blindfolded. She doesn't need to see it. Wow. And then, we then put that noodle in her mouth. She tells us eight millimeters. Eight millimeters is the smallest noodle I've ever seen. That's small. That's from chicken noodle soup. Less than a centimeter. From cup of soup. <laughs> well, that's yeah. how I order at the Italian restaurant. <laughs> All chopped up. Nudalio alla otto millimato. So, um, Kendall, within how many centimeters, millimeters can you? Predicted in? Uh, I usually do within a centimetre. Uh, most of the noodles when cooked are over 30 centimetres. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you so, so with an eight millimetre one, you'd be like, look, it's uh, it's between 1.8 millimetres, <laughs> I'd say 18 millimetres or minus two. Um, okay, so is a centimetre each side good enough there, Ham? I think if I, if, if, if you give Kendall a 23 centimetre noodle and she says that's 22 centimetres, I think we're impressed by that. Agreed. So one centimetre either side. Yep. Plus or minus one noodle. Where, whereabouts are you living, Kendall? I live in Melbourne. Oh, this is great. Well, we just simply have to get them both in. But wow. We'll space. My fear, <laughs> my fear of the show being too sensitive, how mouth heavy, yeah. is then, receding now that you hear how good they are. Yeah. Do we have a sensitive mouth show? I've, Do we I just get them in on the one show? One show? A I was party gonna, of I sensitive was gonna, mouths. I was going to suggest spacing them out, but... To you not turn we, off. Reckon we go no, let's space it out. Let's space it out. <laughs> I think like, you can't go from having your major fear be that we're just all, only about sensitive mouths to then having a festival of them. A dedicated theme show. Um, Kendall Lewis, we, we look forward to being in touch with both of you, but this is tremendous. And uh, everybody, uh, strap yourselves in for some yep. hot sensitive mouth content coming right up. <laughs> 
Time, time for some more customer service. Uh, <laughs> a gusto the, check. Yeah. The official auditors of gusto. I feel like we're the, you know, we keep the flame. We like to keep the flame. Make sure the world is operating at maximum gusto. Yeah. And it ebbs and flows, but I think we all agree we should all be operating at maximum mm. gusto in our lives. And the only way we're going to learn to is by knowing that at any time you could get checked. Yep. Uh, the West Coast Eagles had a good win recently in the Australian Rules Football. Yep. And the, their team Twitter handle said, have, has the team song ever been sung with as much gusto? Yeah. And we got added in hand. Someone just wrote back, Hamish and Andy will be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> because we are. Uh, we and are the official people to judge gusto. Even though we don't go for the Eagles ourselves, we have seen every version of their song, had a good look at it, and, yeah, it was top three. <laughs> <laughs> um, joining us now is Ryan. We asked people if they wanted a certain business checked on Gusto, come forward. He hit us up at hamishnetty.com. Ryan, how do you? Hello, boys. Ryan, talk us through the situation. So I used to, my old man started his business 25 years ago. I've now taken it over and I used to answer the phone a lot. What, what's now, the business, mate? Uh, we build uh, custom like, uh, aluminium trailers and U-trays and all that sort of stuff. Love it. So um, I, I've taken it over. I used to answer the phones. Mm-hmm. It's getting too much for me to answer the phone and work, so I've hired my partner, and she now answers the phone. Um, how, how, sorry, sorry to jump in, but how far away is the phone from where you're working? Is it is it like a long walk, or no, how no, did not it get too much? Oh, it, 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 <laughs> a lot of people call up, and you, yeah. you're forever well, stopping and answering the phone. And, yeah, well, if, yeah, it's a, yeah. So, if it's a lifetime amount of trailers, Ham, which is the name of the company, it is true. There's a lot of people that that, that, that will need them. So, what's your partner's name? Uh, Daisy. Daisy, are you nervous that she's not answering the company phone with as much gusto as, say, you might if you Look, were in charge of customer service? I, I have been told by a couple of customers that <laughs> I am a lot friendlier on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, brought this up with her and I'm just wanting to make sure that she is staying up to her standards of plenty of gusto on the phone. I mean, Amazing. you're doing the right thing by, you know, you, all you're doing here is just seeking an impartial, scientific way of measuring the gusto. I mean, I know this will be a slightly flawed test, but could you give us an example of how you might answer the phone? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So normally when I answer, um, our other company is Rod's Engineering, so I'll go, uh, Rod's Engineering, Ryan speaking, now can I help? Then I'll say whatever they want and what, they, what they're after, and I'll come up with a list of ways that we can make that happen for them. Certainly when you said, how can I help, and it then went up on the help, that did it indicate did. to oh. us there's some gusto. So we'll judge her on her greeting or welcome. What yep. kind of thing will I ask of uh, the trailer company there, mate? Um, look, I would probably ask her for a trailer, probably a three-and-a-half-ton tipping trailer. Okay. That, yeah. well, we've just done one, so she should be maybe not too bad on it. Okay, a three-and-a-half-ton tipping trailer. Do you do those? We'll see a response. Mm. And, and then I always like to go, I always like to give something that's an open question. Yeah. So rather than a yes, no, um, a bit of a what sort of features does it have or, or mm-hmm. why should I, why should we yeah. choose you for our three-and-a-half-ton tipping trailer? Is that yeah. fair? Yes, that, that, that would be fair. Why should we choose you is always a good one because <laughs> you really feel Cause like... Because you, you have something that weighs three-and-a-half tons you need to tip out. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Ryan, we're going to put you on hold. You'll be able yep. to hear, though, and um, we'll put a call in, Lifetime Trailers, and hopefully Daisy picks up.
Rugby Engineering, Daisy speaking. Oh, hi there, it's Johnson speaking. Uh, how are you today? Yeah, good, how are you? Yeah, good. Um, I'm just looking at getting a trailer to last me a lifetime. Do you do a three and a half ton, say, tipping trailer? Yeah. You do? Yes, we do, yep. What are the features on that one? Uh, it depends on what you're looking for. We um, build custom trailers, so you will tell us what, you're, what you want. Like, is this something, like, something to fit your needs specifically? Mm-hmm. We can build it, but are you just looking for what we've already built, or uh, no? Just need something that that can tip and and uh, three and a half tons worth of stuff. Yep. So rated up to three and a half tons, mm-hmm. or do you need to be able to carry three and a half tons? Cool. Uh, definitely want to carry three and a half tons. Um, so you may need four. Okay. Yeah, you're probably going to need more than that if you need to carry three and a half tons. Okay. Okay. Um, why should I choose you guys for my custom three and a half ton tipping tray over the others? Um, I don't know. Are you planning on using us or? Yeah, well, one of the reasons I'd call, I'm obviously ringing around and I was going to use you. The US were an option, of course. Yep. Okay. Um, I'll just go and grab Ryan. Give me two seconds. Oh, no. oh that's all right. I'll um, I'll call back. Okay, then. Bye. All right. Thanks, man. Okay, really good. Sorry. I thought you'd hung up and I panicked that she was going to get Ryan. We had a loop of the snake that begins eating at Sally's on the other line. Okay. Ryan. Good gusto amongst a lot of hurdles and ducking and mm. weaving by both parties. Yes. Ryan, um, <laughs> I mean, I got caught in my own loop there. <laughs> um Ryan, let's yeah. rank. Let's rank the welcomes. Oh, this is unusual. Should we get Ryan to put in a ten as well? I'd love to know what you thought, Ryan, hearing it. Um, I thought that the welcome was fine. The greeting was was yeah. The welcome was great. Yeah. Do you know what I actually had the welcome down? What the did you? Information was not great. Okay, we'll get to that in a sec, Rob. Just while we put a dollar, and this is where you can actually score pretty high on Gusto. It's easy money to have a good greeting because it's low amount of words, high amount of Gusto. Jack, I actually had it down as a four to five when high one runs in your and then it increased when you said, hi, how are you? That, I don't know if fans remember, that hello, (laughs) she went into like, oh, hi, good, really good, thanks. Like she really lifted the gusto, maybe even to an eight. Um, by the end of the interaction. That's true. The initial answer wasn't great, was it? Well, hey, it's amazing. I had four, crossed it out, seven. Yeah. It, Same she thing. definitely improved. She started warily, just warily. Yes. Uh, wasn't sure what was going on, but then found her rhythm really, really quickly and Three, lifted. Seven there. Then with regards to the information on the three-and-a-half-ton trip, it's fine-ish. Like she did know that I had to go up to a four-ton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she would have been uh, looking for a length that you had wanted mainly. Yep. I would say that was mid well, fives perhaps. But then mm. but then the why should we choose you? <laughs> Not good. Yes. To be fair, Ryan, let's give you the first chance to to, to score that. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. It, it was not very high. I think that was about a two. Mm, not yep. even, uh, even then. That's it what was. I had. Generous husband too, I suppose. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be in trouble, so I might as well go for it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I put it down as almost a zero. It's just flat. What, what, as what, you would, can what get. would you have done? What would you have done in that situation, uh, Ryan? Where you guys one going? Why should we choose you for our custom trailer? I would have gone on. You should choose us because I mean we'll customize it to your needs and what you want, and you can have as much input as you want. Whereas these big chains, they don't want that. They, oh just want, they just want to give you it out of the box, and yeah. that's it. Yep. Yeah. Throw the big chains under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get um, And then the damage was done. The goodbye was kind of fine, yeah. but I think she was already a few goals down by then. I, um, I sense more relief in her voice, actually. <laughs> yeah. this, this guy that's very keen on shopping around but not keen on knowing what he wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just keen, keen to be involved in the trailer game but not knowing the specifics is leaving Ryan. Um, it's a low score, isn't it? Where does it, it where does it leave you, right? <laughs> well, look, I would like to sort of do a couple of months with it and see if we can get that up to a higher scoring value. I mean, she's only been here for a couple of months. Mm. It was just, uh, you guys had this opportunity. And I thought, what a great way to get in on that and get a score happening. Our pleasure. Um, I, I, I can't uh, help but think there'll be some... <laughs> Interesting feedback from her to you tonight <laughs> on your decision, your decision to do this in a public forum. But, but um, I'm you. sure you will sleep on that couch with gusto and everybody knows where to get their trailers. Thank you, mate. That's yeah. right. Cheers, mate. <laughs> And before we nick off today, our other podcast, The Remembering Project, it's out now. Another two episodes dropped today. Um, Double up drop. It's a listen first, though, at the Listener app. Um, they'll all be available July, late July. But if you want to hear them right now, you can go download the Listener app for free and grab it. Often it's the bits and often it's the not remembering that's the funnest part mm-hmm. because we try to remember what we did on a given day in history. Yep. Um, we do take it in turns. We, we like taking things in turns. We like emails going to the other side of the fence. Keeps it fresh. But uh, often it's the struggle, isn't yeah. it? It's the struggle to remember. And we get a little bit of a jogged memory by having a run sheet in front of us. It's not like someone just goes, <laughs> May 3rd. Yep, no, I think I remember, yeah, dawn till dusk. Um, but here's a snippet which I loved when, you know, obviously the, uh, the election is coming up. We're only weeks away. Yep. Last time... You know, or a couple of elections we, we, ago. We've been around for a few elections. I think it was 2013 where yep. it was the day before an election and we we're having a little reminisce about that. <laughs> 2013, we had a, a man come on the show that I can't remember what he said or hmm. what he did, but we do, we have a very clear off-air memory where I'm going to say two words and then you're going to say the name of the man that was on the show. Okay. I promise you. The word, the, the guy we had on the show, he, after the show, mm-hmm. The key word or the thing you notice for you is um, bare feet. Oh, Kevin Rudd. Kevin Rudd. <laughs> Kevin Rudd. Because he came on on election eve or yeah. 2013, so he was going for re-election. It was like he, he was the prime minister at the time and maybe it was a few days of the election. Mm. Sometimes you would often wear thongs, you know, we'd always wear thongs in the studio and you like to barefoot, you like to be grounded. Yeah. You're a bit of an earth mama. You like to be grounded to the carpet when you did the show so you could feel the essence of the building to really get into radio. And you just happened to have bare feet on. Yeah. Not a big deal. No. no. And you couldn't see your feet anyway. No. K-Rod is just in like media mode, you mm. know, a bit like Skymo. This is like, you know, just see something, do something, yep. show that you're a man of the people. Yep. Try and connect with anyone. Anything anyhow. at all. <laughs> anyway, something, something. It all's got to count for election day. 
And he was so tired though yeah. because he would have been dragged to like 50 of these interviews that day. And so he, as he's sort of walking out the door, he's got a suit on and, and R.M. Williams, which was like the uniform of the PM. And then he sees Andy in bare feet. Mm. And he didn't really say anything. No. He goes, oh, yeah, points oh. to them. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like tired brain is like oh. out of the ordinary. <laughs> Do something with it. And then he takes off his boots. Yes. He takes off his RM million boots. So he's in socks. He's in socks. And points to his photographer and I'm like, does it, does it, does it. No talking. No, I'm going to use this for this. No, nothing. Just something. Yeah. It's I'm so, doing it's something. something. Look at me. me I'm doing something. I'm doing something. And so he's standing there with socks on there. He's standing there. Like, I wish we could find that photo. And he's standing there bewildered with me. Going, what are we doing? Is this a, like, is it a movement? Are we taking our shoes off for democracy? Like, what then, are we doing? And then the very next day, he loses, <laughs> he loses the election. Should have taken your socks off. <laughs> Should have gone the whole way. Anyway, plenty of remembering. Uh, that one still makes me giggle. Hamish and Andy, absolute kingmakers. <laughs> you, you come, come on, on our show, show, you take the photo, we'll do the rest. <laughs> anyway, the Remembering Project's and the listener app at the moment. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.